What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Linares. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Uh, let's kick it off the right way. You know, we had a big game this morning. Jonathan and I were captains and uh, had a 100-minute game, you know, ended up taking the W. Hopefully my first W of the day, but not the last. Yeah, I wasn't very happy with the performance today. I didn't even want to ask how many points I had. I don't want to know. It was a bad performance. Um, felt like I could have done more, but hey, whatever. It's how it should go sometimes. Definitely. You know, it's some days you just don't have it or, you know, don't get the sh- don't get the shot to have it, I guess we'll say. Respects. Um, but moving on, I mean, the second biggest game of the day today, we're recording this on Sunday. Obviously, you guys will know the results by tomorrow, but Celtics versus Heat, game seven, win or go home. Let's go, baby. You're watching on YouTube. You know, I got the Bam jersey on. Johnny's got the Tatum jersey on. So. J.T., Taco J, the GOAT. I need my boy to show out tonight. I need a Celtics win after that demoralizing defeat this afternoon. I need something to make me feel a little better. I need a little pick-me-up, and I think a Celtics win is exactly what I need. Definitely. We'll have to see what happens, of course. You know, we're going to get some beat-ups later, watch the game together. So um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. I think uh, if the Celtics lose, somebody's going to have to check up on me. So if the Celtics lose and after my Vietersburg loss today, somebody check on me. I'm going to be down bad. <laughs> I'll be there to check on you. I'll be, I'll be there I to help I appreciate that. Out. I appreciate the beat-ups make me feel a little bit better. But, yeah, I feel good about the Celtics. I feel like the Heat – played as well as they could have played in game six, but they put it all on the line because they had to. And so I'm just like, can they do it two games in a row? I I mean, I don't doubt Jimmy Butler, but I think the youth of the Celtics gives them a chance. They're also, you know, I think for being so young, I do think they have some experience. Obviously like Al has experience, Marcus Smart has experience, but even like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they've been in these conference finals before, at least like they're no stranger to these situations. However, I will say I saw a TikTok. Um, and it was talking about the Celtics tweeted, here we go again, or something along those lines. And it was after the game five win and the Celtics won in Miami to go up three to two in the series. Um, and they have losing the series in seven. So if they do that again, it really would be, I mean, here yeah, we go again. I, and I, that would just be awful. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, for, for me personally, you know, trying to take my fan perspective out of it. I mean, you got to finish them at home Um, for the Celtics. You know, that was a huge game. The Heat looked beat up, tired the two games before, and the Celtics just weren't able to finish at home. So, I mean, that gives me a lot of optimism, you know, going back to Miami. Sold out crowd. So, I feel that. The other thing I saw was that the, uh, like, the NBA did, like, the league review or the, uh, like, last two minutes review thing, (laughs) and they said there were six missed calls in the last two minutes of the game. Scott Foster's on the call tonight too, so it's raps. won't get much better. Yeah, it's raps <laughs> for both teams at least. You know, yeah. But anyway, excited for the game. Either way, I just want a good, good game. That's all you can ask for. Definitely. Quality and, time and, with my and the heat and the heat W. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I won't say that. But hey, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. Best of luck to the Heat. I, I will say the last thing. The conspiracy theory that Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's son starting true. to have, starting to have a little more weight to so it. So true. Not even a conspiracy at this point. Michael Jordan is. Yeah. Look at their, yeah. Look at their faces right next to each other. Facts. It is pretty crazy. That's all I need. Yeah. They look pretty similar. It's crazy. 
Anyways, let's move on to our topic this week. We're ranking the past 10 songs of the summer. Um, for 21, we have Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. For 2020, we have Rockstar by The Baby featuring Roddy Rich. For 2019, we have the Old Town Road remix. That was two years ago. That doesn't feel, that doesn't feel right. Or three years three, ago now. Yeah. yeah, that does not feel right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2018, we have In My Feelings by, by The Goat. 2017, we have Despacito remix. 2016, we have One Dance. 2015, we have Cheerleader. 2014, we have Fancy. 2013, Blurred Lines. And 2012, Call Me Maybe. Yeah, we got these songs from an article by Insider. I saw it on TikTok, actually. I said to Elijah, like, oh, that'd be a pretty fire episode. Just take a look back at the songs of the summer. So we're going to rank them 1 through 10. 10 being the least favorite song of the summer. One being what we think was the best song of the summer from that list. Uh, and then we're going to give the song that we would have chosen for that summer as we do our selections here. So Elijah, you want to kick us off here with your 10th selection for, for song me of the summer. Here, I had cheerleader, you know, I, I, I've never really liked the song. I can understand why it's popular, but I mean, it just does not hold up to the standard of some of the other songs on here. Where are you at on this one? I absolutely agree. I did not go 10 with that though. I went blurred lines at number 10. That's a song I've never really been like into. I don't know why I don't really like it. I feel like it's definitely a very uh, polarizing song. I personally not a fan. Um, And I'll I'll just skip ahead. I went nine cheerleader cheerleaders. Um, Both of those songs. I'm not listening to them anymore. Definitely. And I feel like even when I was younger and I wasn't like, picking what i was listening to i was just listening to the radio or whatever with my parents in the car i was like oh, i don't really like these songs <laughs> yeah i mean i blurred lines it's, i like that one a lot so we'll, we'll see really? where that one yeah we'll see where that one falls for me but what did you have for 2013 what would have been your pick on this list so for 2013 i went with get lucky by daft punk that that's a great one there i kind of i associate those songs together almost like blurred lines and uh get lucky for mm-hmm. me for 2015 i think it's a big miss that it wasn't on there um most of my songs are rap songs but this was like just a i mean this is just a classic track i had trap queen by fetty Wap. i think they missed by not having that on there but i like that pick i like it but yeah i back to my pick here with get lucky get lucky is like i love that song like it maybe is like one of my favorite songs of all time i love it so much but my memory with this is I associate with the summer so much because I just remember it being on the radio all the time, but my biggest specific memory with this song is I played a summer basketball league in Cisna park. And like, that was back. We didn't have like the bus or anything to take us. Like our parents had to drop us off to the games or whatever. And so we would ride together. Like we'd have like three people in the car with one parent or whatever. My mom took me and two other people and we made a vine of us singing this song and if that doesn't like date this song i don't know what does but yeah it was just classic like getting on the in the car on the road home sweaty just long day of basketball games get lucky just hit a little bit different hey i respect that i respect that pick there of course good story too with it so you already said for your number nine what you had for my number nine i had despacito I don't know if it was just, so I was in a quinceanera with, um, and this was one of the songs you danced to and I just can't fucking stand it. I don't know if it's because (laughs) of that, you know, like practicing that shit all the time, 
but yeah this is like a song i do not like i love that story because that absolutely reminds me of the time i was in a quinceanera as well and the song we danced to was all the right moves by one republic also cannot stand that song and then we were supposed to learn dances to two songs and the other one was wobble like you know at the dance wobble yeah and then the girl's mom was like this is too provocative or something like that and we had to stop and then we had to learn another one i think like a couple things it gets the people going exactly like the crowd was we were trying to get them right but uh yeah wild so i love that you have a story like that as well but for my 2015 already said my number nine was cheerleader but the song i would have chosen for 2015 was my way by fetty wop featuring Ooh. drake the remix of course <laughs> i didn't want to give it away when you said you were picking a fetty song but fetty wop was running it that was yeah, my junior high school game yeah like I can just remember hearing those songs all the time, especially the Drake remix. That when that Drake remix dropped, it was raps. Yeah, internet went crazy on that one. Mm. Um, I mean, Fetty Wap is. I'm very so for Rolling Loud New York. He got busted with fucking like hundreds of pounds of like heroin or something, or like meth, something like that, something just stupid. And fucking, he did. We were just sitting there for 40 minutes. They didn't. They couldn't find anybody to. uh, get a set because it happened like that the day you're supposed to perform so that sucked not seeing him but i mean 2015 fetty Wap is running it for 27 for 2017 though this is a tough choice for me you know like my first uh first summer like after high school you know you go to all these practices and everything but song i associate the most with 2017 would have to be 4 a.m by two chains featuring travis scott i mean just a banger track I, like I don't that. think too, yeah i don't think too much needs to be said about that one they're not not too big of a story i like that one yeah i feel like it's the thing behind these picks is i was trying to find a balance of like songs that like everybody knows and that like we're dominating the summer and songs that i was bumping heavy and i think that's a good pick because i think yeah. that was very popular but also in personal rotation obviously for you but all right let's move on here to the number eight pick on my list i went with fancy by iggy azalea came out in 2014 as the song of summer of 2014 i don't know i feel like i just it was another one of those songs that, like i just really wasn't vibing with and i still i'm definitely not like i'm not listening to it now I, all right but, uh, let's if, move if on to not, my, if you're not watching on youtube you did not see the look on elijah's face but he only in one word i'll say it was disgust he that was only only we'll, word I we'll move on to that, but we'll, so, we'll see what you got to say. Right, well, I want to see yeah. what you have this one. So let's see. So for number eight here, I think this is just kind of one of the ones where it's just got too big and just too annoying. Too many trends set off of it. I had old town road remix for 2019. That's that's slotted there. I debated having it last, but whoa, that's uh, that, bold. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've, I've never been a big fan of it. I think Lil Nas X has good songs, but that's not one of the that's not one of the ones i enjoy but there is no lil nas x without old town Road. yeah so i gotta give it some respect definitely but for so that would have been 20 2019 so for 2019 for that summer you know i played football a lot we'd have a we'd have to get like hot because we go to all these seven on sevens and everything we'd have we just play like hype music or whatever fn by lil tj that song went crazy always did it for me for that football season so definitely brings back a lot of memories with that one i don't even know that song i'm gonna be honest not by name i if i heard it i think i might but i would not be able to tell you how it sounds (laughs) 
I mean, it's a good track. Maybe go listen after this. I'll have to give it a listen. But moving on to my number seven, I have Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, this is a song that, you know, it was the last, it was the 10th year that we went to. And it, this takes me back to eighth grade. This was the summer between my eighth and ninth grade year. Um, I remember in eighth grade, we did like the Call Me Maybe dance. Like there was like a baseball team. I want to say it was like Harvard maybe. And they did like some little dance with their hands. I don't even remember it, but it was just like they threw up X's with their hands or something. It was like very basic, um, but I remember like doing it in eighth grade with my friends. And then I remember the song just being crazy, going crazy uh, that summer for sure. But I feel like I just prefer some other ones more. And I feel like I prefer others more now, especially, you know what I mean? Like some of these, that's the thing. It is tough. Like I said, it is the 10th entry. So like some of these songs that are newer, I'm way more into and I haven't heard so many times. Like that's a song I heard too many times probably. So yeah, Definitely. that's why I have where it is. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good point to make for it, of course. Um, I mean, for mine, like this is where it's like becomes tough. Starting to rank these for uh, pretty much every ranking list we've done, you know, seven's where it gets tough. Um, so for number seven, I had Rockstar by the Baby featuring Roddy Rich. Um, I mean, it's a good track and everything. It's a little bit overplayed and I just, I enjoy other songs more. I feel that. What did you have for 2012? What was your pick there? This was one of the most obvious ones to me. It was Mercy by Kanye, Pusha T, Big Sean and 2 Chains. This was back in the day before Apple Music, Spotify. I was buying songs on iTunes. Had to have this one. This song I was bumping all the time on the iPod. Life was good. No worries. No worries yeah, between 8th I- and ninth grade. I think Mercy is like just a, it's like a unanimous, like er, that's a, it's a classic. I mean, you can't tell me it's not a classic. I mean, nothing, nothing needs to be said for Mercy, of course. Facts. For, for my pick for 2020, you know, I've, I've talked about it multiple times, I feel like, but got to go Gotti, RIP Pop Smoke, off of Jack Boys. I mean, just so many memories behind that song. Honorable mention to Life is Good, though. That was, like, another tough one. Where That was, like, one of my favorite summers. So, you know, it, I had a couple picks. But I had to give an honorable mention to that one, of course. I like the honorable mention because I love Life is Good. Um, let's move on here to the number six selection. On my list, I had Rockstar. So just one spot ahead of you. Not my favorite song, but I do enjoy it more than some of the other ones. Um I think it was pretty good. TikTok, definitely. I heard it too many times, I feel like, and it was on the radio all the time. Uh, and just like everywhere. Like that was a song that was unavoidable. And that was in the COVID year. So it's kind of like, I feel like it might've even been bigger in a normal year. You know what I mean? But yeah. it was a good song. Just not my favorite. <laughs> definitely. I'm, I'm curious to see how you react to my number six pick. For this one here, I had One Dance by Drake. It's not my favorite Drake track by any means. You know, it's not a bad song, but I just don't vibe with it the way other people do, I guess, because I see a lot of people ranking this one like pretty highly when they talk about it or, you know, talking about it pretty highly, but it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, that's interesting. We'll see where it ends up on my list. Um, I think a big thing with this ranking is whether we're talking best song or song of the summer. And I think that song has a certain vibe and it fits the summer vibe very well. So I did go a little bit higher on that, higher with that on my list, which we'll see. Um, But yeah, I understand it's your personal list. So 
not mad at that but yeah i agree it's not my favorite drake song so but with that being said for 2016 i feel like this song this is definitely an unavoidable track just from like the social media trend that resulted from it i have black beatles by ray shrumman Ooh, that's that is, interesting i didn't yeah, think about that, that song that one was just everywhere obviously you know the freezing trend great track too i mean that's still one i can throw in this day and listen to it i will say that's what i would push a little bit later like i feel like that was in the fall but i do enjoy the song so i like that for my pick replacing rockstar for 2020 i went with blinding lights by the weekend this song fire this is in my list i feel like i was mixing between pop and rap i feel like this song was just an unavoidable pop song it was huge like i said covid year love to see how crazy it would have gone in a normal year um, but it ran the charts like it was in the top for like over a year I think like not number one but you know near the top for forever and it's I don't know where, how it's doing today but great song not my favorite weekend song like we're talking about not my favorite Drake song but still uh, a great track though yeah do enjoy the song yeah I loved it when it first dropped but I feel like it's one of those that you just heard so many times like I've heard it so many times definitely i think Uh, that's how all these are though yeah no i mean you gotta have like the right combination i feel like of popularity along with it being a good track to yourself you know so facts uh so for my number five pick here he got a reaction out of me earlier with this one i had blurred lines um i i love this song (laughs) i don't know what it is about it but that's one i've always been able to play since it came out and it's been over 10 years now so about 10 years now that's crazy i don't know i'm not it's your list i'm not gonna hate but just interesting because i feel like in the tiktok we saw that inspired this i think they put it 10 and i was like yeah it's yeah no it was it was late there too i agree Nine or like, 10. It's, it's 10 um okay that's interesting for my number five though i went with despacito i think it's a great summer song like it's not my favorite song but i think it fits summer so well you heard it everywhere that summer in 2017 gotta give it the respect it's one of the biggest songs ever on youtube or the biggest videos ever on youtube i think it might be the biggest or it was at some point um yeah it goes crazy i feel like i heard it so many times but i didn't hate it yeah i feel like i enjoyed it for most of the time that was one you know i was like i make a little flack for this but you know i think my keen syndicate reasoning you know it justified it it does that makes sense because i can relate <laughs> definitely um for my 2013 song though this is like this is the hands down the easiest selection for me on this one of my favorite songs ever i have mirrors by justin timberlake mm. that's like that song i i probably don't i don't talk about it much you want to get too much into timberlake or pop but that's like not only one of my favorite songs ever it's gotta be in contention for one of the best it's my hot take I don't hate that. I actually remember listening to that song like on the radio and stuff like that summer for sure. I don't know why, but I feel like I can just remember like going to my sister's softball games and that being on the radio all the way and like just hit. Life was good. Life was good. <laughs> I like that though. So my number five replacement for 2017, it's got to be Slide. Calvin Harris, Frank Ocean, the Migos. I talked about it a couple episodes back about how it might be the best summer song of all time. This was the easiest choice for me. I knew it was going to be this one. I should know what it was going to replace. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, easy choice there. Like you said, I mean, it's definitely got to be in contention for 
best summer song ever. But moving on, though, my number four choice. You got my girl, Olivia Rodrigo, with Good For You here. Um, this is where it got super, super tough. Like I could, I feel like I could make an argument for any of these songs to be number one or number four. So I agree. I think it gets a little bit tougher. I think the top three is where it gets tough for me. Um, but for my number four, I went with old town road. You had a little bit lower. I was talking about when you hear a song so many times, you start to get a little tired of it. This is definitely one of those songs, but I feel like at first I really did enjoy it. Like I was like, Oh, this is crazy. And then they kept dropping the remixes and I was like, okay, like I was down for it. Like, Obviously, the Billy Ray Cyrus remix, that's the one that everybody's going to go to. But then, I mean, the Young Thug and Mason Ramsey remix, that was different. When it dropped, that was that broke the internet, I think. Uh, having Mason Ramsey on the biggest song in the world with Young Thug. And I, just remember, I just remember like a tweet. I think Young Thug tweeted it or Lil Nas X. And it was a picture of like those three and like the caption was just like slat. And it was so funny. Like... That was definitely like an iconic moment. Like that's one of the ones you remember, of course, you know, that song blowing up and just like all the, um, like the social media response from it. And then I remember them doing it at the Grammys and they did all the remixes. And that was like a dope moment. I really liked that performance. Um, But yeah, I I think it's a good song, but not as good as a song I would have picked for 2019. My selection would have been Earthquake by Tyler, the creator. Igor was heavy in the rotation in 2019. And Earthquake is the one that was, I'd say, the most like popular. Maybe not my personal favorite, but it is one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, honestly. But Igor in general just was in heavy rotation. So it's kind of hard to pick one, but Earthquake. That has the most like summer vibe. It has the most like pop vibe. So I'd go with it. For my 2021 pick, for the replacement for Good For You, I had to go with Family Ties. You know, it came out a little bit later. In July, we talked about it on the car ride back from Petersburg, but I mean, that's just, I don't need to even, you need to explain. I mean, this song just went crazy last summer. Yeah. It definitely dropped a little bit late for me to give it that song of the summer status. Um, I know it came out the Friday I was at Harvard at no label Academy. Um, but so yeah, I love that song though. It's one of my favorite songs of the last year. And I feel like it did have that summer type vibe. Like you could see it just run in the summer. So I, I like the pick, although it is a little late for my for it to be my selection. But let's move on here to the number three pick on my list. I went with In My Feelings by Drake. Obviously, the In My Feelings challenge was going crazy. I even did it. You know, we hop out of the car, you do a little dance, you know. Uh, I did it like with some of our other cousins, Jenna and Lauren. And I think one other one, I don't remember. But Lauren was driving and she was going way too fast. And I was like, out of the frame immediately it was awful that was the only time i tried it didn't post it online of course but did it just because i thought it'd be funny um but yeah i do enjoy this song scorpion was running that summer what not my favorite drake album but unavoidable yeah so many tracks though i mean like i feel like that's the only knock on scorpion like of course there's gonna be misses when you have so many tracks but i mean you said you know there's there's the hits in there so scorpion did run that summer though for my number three here i had call me maybe this is one that'll come on and i'll just start dancing to it or you know like getting into it of course i i love the track i mean it was really low on yours like another one of my tracks upcoming but i i love it so yeah i know which one because i'm looking at my list and i know there's one you haven't said that i had pretty low which is interesting We'll, we'll get to that but yeah 
I don't hate the song. Like you said, I feel like the top seven is where it gets kind of tough. And Call Me Maybe was number seven. So that's where it's already a little tough. So for 2012, this one has some, some second Avenue significance here. I remember I just gotten done with my baseball parade and we were just hanging out at, um, at Moz. It was like me, you, um, Lauren, maybe Mauricio was there too. I feel like it was one of those awkward times, but this one, this one takes you back. Of course here for 2012, I had no lie by two chains featuring Drake. The amount of times I fucking played that song, that song is that's like one of my personal classics. That's kind of when I first initially got into like rap, two chains, all that. That was one of the first rappers I got big into. And no lie, just will always do it for me. That's so fire. I love that pick. I actually remember like us listening to it outside playing baseball or something. Like we were playing wiffle ball on like the side yard. Yeah, that was like the first time I'd heard it. I was like, I remember it. That's pretty crazy that we both remember that. But (laughs) uh, yeah, I love that song. I haven't heard it in a minute. I kind of will listen to it now. That's like one of the ones that like, I feel like I don't get it in shuffle too often, but once it comes on, I'm just, I'm hype. I feel like that was like the big moment for two chains too. Obviously once you get that direct cosign, but I feel like that was definitely the first time I heard two chains. I mean, I was what, like 14. Like, yeah. So I wasn't like, you know, looking for the underground rappers too much at that point. To um, date this. Yeah. To yeah. date this a little bit better. I would have been in fourth grade at the time. Whoa. <laughs> the age difference is so just clear sometimes and that's a great example 14 year old me showing fourth grade you yeah showing no you. lie by drake or by drake and two chains <laughs> that's crazy a, a great song though so i'm proud of myself for putting you on at a young age getting your taste right <laughs> then for my 2018 replacement i would have picked mo bamba i mean I know Obama came out 2017 late, but it didn't really start to blow up until later. I remember hearing it just listening in my bed late at night, one night. And then I was like, this is one of the craziest songs I've ever heard. Like, this is going to be huge. Um, and I remember played it for my sister, Nathan and Skylar in the car. All the th- four of us were together for some random reason, going like to the fireworks in July or something. I think I've been listening to it a little bit, playing it here and there, but that I remember that, time specifically they were like what is this and then you fast forward like two months or whatever it's just huge uh i feel like in that fall any party you were at was going crazy with mo bamba but i feel like in the summer it was really starting to gain that traction i feel like a lot of people were listening to it for the first time getting on and for I, me i was listening to it all the time so uh, that's yeah no i definitely like associate because i remember it dropped i remember mo bamba he had he was in the draft that year and that was like the summer of course but mm-hmm. classic track there you know it's kind of ruined a little bit of story time here i remember it was like my sophomore junior year the cheerleaders had like a cheerleader party and they were posting on their snapchat like 10 girls fucking jumping around like like they're in a mosh pit to mobama and i just that's the memory i think of every time i hear here mobama yeah but it's a banger of course <laughs> I'd be traumatized if I saw that, but I did not, luckily, so I still love the song. Um, but, all right, let's move on here to the number two selection on my list. This is where I have Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. I think this song's great. I love it. I feel like it really was everywhere last summer, but, like, deservingly so. Like, it was a great song that deserved to be as big as it was. She had a lot of songs that were big, but this is the one that I felt had the biggest summer vibe. Um so I think that's why I was on the list, obviously, initially, and that's why I have it so high on my list. 
Definitely. She definitely ran last summer. I mean, I didn't get too much into my pick whenever I had her placed at fourth, but she definitely ran it. Um, for my number two, I had In My Feelings by Drake. I mean, iconic trend like you had explained earlier. Um, just a classic track. Fire. What was your replacement, though, for 2018? For 2018, my replacement is Lean With Me by Juice World. That one was, like, unavoidable. That was Juice World initially blowing up. I mean, I feel like Hoopson, you know, did that a little bit earlier than everybody else. I heard Good Vibe and Good Riddance had just dropped, and we would just listen to it all the time on the way to parties and stuff. My boy Anthony was so huge into it at that time, so. That's fire, yeah. I was definitely looking at my list, thinking about I need Juice World on here. I was specifically thinking Lucid Dreams because Lucid Dreams was like huge. I don't know how it wasn't on like the initial song of the summer list. Like I feel like it should have been. Um, but it is kind of tough when you go on some of these other songs like Drake and stuff like that. So I get why it wasn't, but I think it should have been. My replacement for 2021 was What's Your Name by Tyler the Creator, though. Ooh, yeah. I just think this came out at the perfect time, had the perfect summer vibe. We talked about Ty Dallas Line being a cheat code for the summer songs. This is another example of that. So, yeah, Ty Dallas Line, NBA Young Boy Goes Crazy, singing something different that we've ever seen from him before, for the most part. Great song. Definitely. That's been in like, I don't know why, it just kind of snuck back up in rotation. It's been playing for the last couple. Oh, the, the summer songs list we made, it's been in rotation since that. But Fire. good pick there. For my number one, I had Fancy by Iggy Azalea. I think Jonathan Ooh. had it. I think Jonathan had it nine or ten. I had it eight. Oh, eight. Okay, yeah. So in the in the right area there. But this is like one I'll, I'll still listen to to this day. Like most of these songs don't really make my playlist. I'll listen to them here and there. But Fancy is definitely one that's always been in my playlist. That's very interesting because like I can not imagine a situation where I would like choose to listen to that song. Um, <laughs> so that's really interesting i don't know i'm not gonna knock it like respect but not for me my number one selection was one dance by drake 2016 everybody goes back to that year as one of the best years recent memory and i think the song just fits 2016 like i remember it all that summer i had it in my graduation video at my graduation party i had like a little slideshow of pictures and stuff like i had one dance in there talk about i got a hennessy in my hand and i'm like I guess like it just baby pictures of me Drake's doing that I just love the song so much at that point uh so I made the list for that reason number one I mean it's just a great track I have so many good memories of that song although it wasn't even my favorite song off of views I was bumping it heavy still it's a great song but it's not even the best song from 2016 like there's so many different songs from 2016 that could replace it but the one I ultimately chose was Broccoli by Drum was, yeah that was the the one that almost was my replacement for it, but didn't quite end up making it, of course, as you guys know. Um, for my replacement, though, so it had been 2014. I went with Rude. That song was just like another unavoidable track. I remember being at the pool with my boy Mauricio, and that that shit would just play all the time, and it'd just be <laughs> – it, it was just – it went crazy. I mean, that's just – the only explanation for it. That was like such an iconic summer for me just always cooling up the pool with my boy so a lot of tracks bring good memories from that year that's funny i definitely love that pick it's a song that i haven't heard since 2014 probably but it i have such fond memories of it in 2014 that it's deserving as the replacement so i, I love that pick 
Definitely. And I, I think that wraps it up. You know, we had a, I thought we had a pretty solid list there. Um, you know, outside of the fancy debacle between the two of us, I think our lists were pretty cohesive. Um, but obviously, you know, I'm glad we didn't have anything in like the same spot or we didn't pick the same songs. Yeah. I'm kind of glad it's a little variety too. So, uh, I feel like this is almost part two to the last making the perfect summer playlist video. This is, you know, going through the classics that have stood the test of time ones that have gone over the past couple of years. So it was good to reminisce. It's, you know, getting into summer right now. So it's good to take a look back at the past summers and what the songs that made them so great. So yeah, enjoyed making this list. But with that being said, let's move on into the news for this week. I feel like it was a pretty light week. There wasn't much going on. Um, so this episode might be a little bit shorter, um, but just know we'll be back next week with another banger. So don't worry, but let's move on to the releases this week. For the projects, we had Eminem who dropped the Eminem show 20th anniversary expanded edition. We had a project from Casey and a project from Umi. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I haven't listened to any of these projects yet. Have you given a listen i haven't given anything a listen this week i we were super usually i'll listen at like work but we were super busy i did something right after work and then you know saturday i had a few graduation parties and we were busy again at work so i haven't given much of anything a listen i'm most excited though out of the we'll get into the singles and i'll tell you what i'm most excited for um for the singles dropping this week we had kanye and x dropping true love or it finally coming to streaming Logic was also dropping. Caliucci's with a single as well. Rico Nasty, Chance the Rapper. Calvin Harris featuring Dua Lipa and Young Thug. That's the one that I'm most excited to, to listen to. You know, I've been slacking a little bit. But oh, okay. So you haven't heard it yet? I have not. Is it a banger? It's a, good, it's a good song. I think it's very tough to follow up the first Calvin Harris project that was, you know, so popular in 2017. Uh, obviously not his first project, but the, you know, the one the first volume for funk wave bounce or whatever it was called. I think that's what it's called. Um, and so I think it's tough because there's like a certain formula to these summer songs almost. And so I feel like it's trying to re- replicate that, but not exactly like you're trying to get that same feeling, that same energy, but in new sounds, new songs, new artists. So I think it's tough. I do enjoy the song though. Uh, I don't think it sounds too much. like anything that was on the first volume uh just a pretty good song overall i've heard it one time but i could definitely see it blowing up this summer it's a good song and i can't even imagine what other feature is going to be on this project a song with dua lipa and young thug is not something i would have expected only on a calvin harris project though i mean he's you look back to the first volume he had like Katy perry big sean and pharrell on a song like he's just doing these random collabs but they work um i think that's another one so it was good no, definitely. That's like I said, definitely excited to hear it. You know, maybe I'll give you a first reaction once we hang out later. So let's do it. Uh, but I think some of the other songs are pretty good. I love True Love by X yeah. and Kanye. Um, it was my favorite off Donda 2, probably. Haven't really gone back to it too much, though. Um, you know, since it's on streaming services, but now True Love finally is. So that's great. Donda 2 also might be coming. There's rumors of that. So we'll see if that happens. But the thing that was interesting was it's not the same exact song as we got with the Donda 2 stem player. It's a little bit different. There's like some repeated lines. I actually prefer the original version probably. Um, but I'm just happy we have the song on streaming services. Obviously, to me, the best part is the X chorus. Like, yeah, it's just like such an iconic. So uh, yeah, not iconic yet, but you know, it's just like so 
such a good vocals and everything from that. Um, so definitely I'm glad to have that on there as well. Obviously, you know, it's a little bit different what they had on the stem player. I did listen to that one, but I, that doesn't really count, I guess. Not my first listen. So, mm-hmm. But some of those songs are pretty good too. I got to go back to the Caliucci song, but the Chance song also was pretty good. The streets are saying Chance the Rapper is back. Excited to see what we get from Chance. I feel like we're getting closer and closer to that album, uh, the follow-up to the big day. So I'm ready. I'm ready whenever we get it. Definitely. Um, we'll have to see what happens. You know, that I feel like that'll be the true test there if Chance is really back or not once we get a complete body of work. So, Facts. But let's move on here. Next piece of news. We just talk about him. We talk about him every episode. Kanye West. Kanye reimagines the McDonald's packaging. Apparently, this is supposed to drop sometime. The package kind of looks like a real burger, except like very square, very geometric. Pretty interesting. I don't know. It's cool to see McDonald's collaborating with another rapper, see them embrace the genre that is the most popular in the world right now. They did stuff with Travis Scott. They've done stuff, you know, with other artists, Sweetie. So obviously it was just a matter of time before they've done stuff with Kanye. Kanye made an appearance in the McDonald's commercial at the Super Bowl. The other one last year as well, they had like all the different celebrity orders and they had Kanye and Kim's. Uh, and then they had Kanye in the commercial this year when he was whipping the uh, I don't even remember what it's called, but the truck thing. Uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, McDonald's is killing it in terms of marketing. You know, I mean, along that's just a staple. McDonald's, we don't talk about food too much on here, but McDonald's is a staple in the fast food industry, of course. And, you know, I just, yeah, no I love that they do that even more. You know, I got a fucking Travis Scott McDonald's tea. That is pretty crazy. Like, that's one of those things that I think is going to be so cool in like, 30 years like that's a piece of clothing that like people are gonna be like what (laughs) but everybody our age is gonna remember because it was so big and so memorable um but like our kids are gonna be like whoa what what is that but yeah definitely a little confused there definitely gonna be dope uh sticking with kanye here though la ram star aaron donald signs to donda sports and there are rumors of an upcoming cleat collab what do you think about this news what do you think about this signing for donda sports i think that's a big one yeah, I mean, that's one of the biggest names. That's one of the best, I wouldn't say biggest names in football, but one of the best football players out there. So kind of random, but I'm super excited to see what we get from it. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's pretty random. Like, he wouldn't have been, if you asked me what NFL player is going to sign to Donda Sports, I don't even know who I would have guessed. Obviously, Antonio Brown. But, I mean, who knows if he's going to play in the NFL, really, but <laughs> anymore. Um but Aaron Donald doesn't give me the vibe that he'd be like doing something like that. So uh, it's cool to see them. I'm, I'm glad uh, down to sports is able to make such a big signing and I'm excited to see what they can do together because the possibilities really are endless. Definitely. It's something I'm excited to see. You know, I, I played football, so I just want to see what the cleats look like or, you know, what, what, how good those come out. I'm curious. That's what I'm probably most curious on there. Facts. They're probably gonna have like a Donda Academy of football team next year too. That's going to be like one of the best in the country to get like all these, It'll be Bishop Five star Sycamore. Players. Yeah. <laughs> Donda Academy versus Bishop Sycamore for sure. That's going to be like on ESPN. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so for the for this week, we did get a lot of leaks on track lists and a few different announcements from that. Post Malone's upcoming project will feature Doja Cat, The Weeknd, Roddy Rich, Gunna, along with many others. Vori's album will feature Nav, The Goat, Gunna, Kanye, 
even more artists past that. And then the Elvis soundtrack for the upcoming movie will feature Denzel Curry, Doja Cat, Jasmine Sullivan, Casey Musgraves, Sway Lee, Tame Impala, Stevie Nicks, along with many other artists. Which are you most excited for about the four or the three? Sorry about I think this is very tough because I see so many artists that I love on this Elvis soundtrack, but I'm just very curious what they're going to do. Uh, I think I saw something about, I think it was this one, is either this one or the Minion soundtrack, which is also crazy that dropped a couple weeks ago, um, that they're doing covers of other songs. And I, if, I don't remember which one it was. And so if it's the Elvis one, that'd be interesting. Like Denzel Curry did his cover of, uh, I forgot what song it was, but that rock song, I think it was Bulls on Parade. Uh, that went crazy. And so Denzel Curry, like covering a country song or something like that would be just insane. Like, I don't even know what to expect, but that'd be super dope. Um, if it's just original songs though, it's by far the Elvis soundtrack. Like I love so many artists that are on there. Like Casey Musgraves, one of my favorite non-rap artists. She's fire. Jasmine Sullivan, great singer. And then you got some of the great, you know, rappers like Denzel Curry, even Sway Lee can kill the hooks, could do his thing. So I'd definitely be excited. And then you got some of like the goats, like CB Nicks. Like it's just a random assortment of people. And I, they don't even all make sense to me for the Elvis soundtrack, but I'm definitely very interested to see what this sounds like. Definitely. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see on that one, especially, but I do have to say, you know, I'm most excited for him. my boy Posty to drop the single with Roddy Rich and him. I thought they killed it on that. Um, so we'll, I'm very interested to see what we get. You know, there's been a lot of hype behind this album, I feel like. And we'll just have to see what we get from Post Malone. You know, I, in my opinion, he's never missed on an album. So, yeah, I've never really been huge on Post Malone. I've liked some songs, but never like gone too crazy for him and his catalog. But I'm excited for this project. We talked about it like in some of the first episodes, like they were kind of talking about it's going to be a shorter album, less filler, and it is 14 tracks. Uh, according to this leak track list, at least kind of don't like talking about the leaks. It's like, uh, whatever, yeah. but it's a piece of news. So we wanted to give it to you guys and just inform you in case you haven't <laughs> heard Uh pretty interesting though. I'm definitely going to give that a listen when it drops, but we got to give a little love to the Vori album, obviously all over Donda. And now you got a Kanye feature. So I feel like that's going to be crazy. So excited for that. Good, yeah. Good feature list for him on that one. I will say, um, We'll see how it comes out sounding, though, of course. That's the biggest test here. You know, you have all these good names and everything. So interested to see that. Closing out the news for this week, Travis Scott posts a picture in studio caption, Topia. What are your thoughts? When is your prediction that we get this album? It's pretty crazy. It's just good to see him back in the studio. He keeps getting closer and closer to the public eye. I feel like he's just back to normal almost, which is good. Um, obviously, what happened was a tragedy, but things got to go back to normal at some point. And it just kind of seems inevitable that Utopia is going to drop soon. It's going to be a summer album, summer release. Um, my guess, I'm going to go with July 1st. Ooh, that's a good one there. Uh, I would love to have it for the summer, of course. My prediction is probably a little bit farther back than that. I'm going to say August, September area. Okay. I, I just could see him doing a quicker rollout because he is so big. He doesn't really need like the, you know, long rollout. Like he could just drop and people are going to listen. So I don't know. Definitely. I could see yeah. it. I mean, I one of the biggest, like one of the November, or I could see it J- June 
20th. You I, know could, I mean, so I could see it not this year, honestly. I mean, I did bring up that hot take on one of our first few episodes. And I could see it coming in, in three weeks, but I could also see it not coming this year. So it'll be interesting to see how the situation plays out. Of course, you know, I'm definitely excited. Big Travis Scott fan. So facts. But I think that just about wraps up all the news for this week. Like I said earlier, it's kind of a, you know, light week. Hoping next week we'll have a little bit more. We'll be back with another episode, though. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I think it's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, but a good one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, though, let us know if you have any questions for us you want us to answer on Instagram at Second Avenue Pod. Go show some love. The giveaway is still active on there. Go back a few posts. Give it away. Good Kid, Mad City, Kids and Ghosts, and a record player. If you have any questions about that, hit the DMs as well. But I think that's about it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.